Hello and welcome to the UCL News Podcast. I'm George. And I'm Claire. On this week's podcast, we've got a UCL PhD student to talk about her incredible experiences of the Arab Spring Revolution in Egypt. And we also went to see Jack Ashby talk about one of the weird and wonderful exhibits in the Grime Museum. But first, the news. Researchers from UCL's maths department have analysed more than 45 billion Google search queries and found that internet users from countries with a higher GDP are more likely to search for information about the future than information about the past. The team, led by Stephen Bishop from UCL Maths, thinks that these findings may reflect international differences in attention to the future and the past, where a focus on the future supports economic success. It's a really, really interesting paper, actually, and fascinating to think that a country's respective wealth can have such a large impact on their outlook. And this stuff also really nicely dovetails with another one of um, Stephen Bishop's projects called Future ICT, which is a large-scale European initiative to examine how we use data to understand the complex behaviour of society. Um, so there's definitely a kind of a really big push at the minute to uh, harness kind of supercomputing power to try and find trends in our behaviour, which I think is interesting and also terrifying. a little bit terrifying. Yeah. Um, Google. No, no, taking no. over, yeah, taking over, <laughs> they know everything. Um, but now for something completely different. In London, it's virtually impossible not to come across, you know, the capital's ubiquitous flying vermin. So while they congest every square park and public space, how do they navigate around? With us on the pod today, we've got Ruth Howes from UCL's media relations team to tell us more about a recent study um, involving UCL scientists, which has debunked a widely held theory about how pigeons get around. Hello, Ruth. Hi. Hi. So, Ruth, what's so special about pigeons then? So, for years, people have thought that pigeons' famous navigational skills are down to iron-rich nerve cells in their beaks, which act like a kind of compass. But this new research, which involves some pretty amazing state-of-the-art 3D imaging by Mark Lithgow and Johannes Riegler from UCL, has disproved that theory um, in a new study published in Nature. The study shows that iron-rich cells in the pigeon beak are in fact specialised white blood cells called macrophages. This finding, which shatters the established dogma, puts the field back on course as the search for magnetic cells, truly magnetic cells, continues. As a result, the search for the actual mechanism that allows migratory birds and many other animals to respond to the Earth's magnetic field and navigate around their environment remains an intriguing puzzle to be solved. Mm. It's such a cool uh, paper, it really is. And if all that intrigue and my mystery has piqued your interest, you can also find out more on the UCL media page. And we've got some lovely images uh, from the, that said paper. Um, and they're really something special, so definitely mm, check them out. Yeah, they're really quite quite special. Okay, so um, finally, with the Olympics looming, um, UCL have got some stunning events lined up over the next few months to whet your appetite, ranging from live screenings of Olympic events in the quad to lunch hour lectures to keep you updated and informed about the Olympics past, present and the contentious issues surrounding London's own Olympic legacy. There really are some great events lined up, from talks from the UCL Institute of Sport, Exercise and Health to a very special bright club all about failure preparing us for when everything <laughs> goes wrong okay. um, so they all really do look great so be sure to pick up a brain food um, brochure or check out 
all the events online um, to find out more. Yeah, so keeping with the London theme, UCL has also just launched a special London website where you can find more information about UCL's research in London, along with its links to local businesses, communities, health and the aforementioned Olympics. So visit www.ucl.ac.uk forward slash London for more. Yeah, it's a great site. Um, so that's all the news for this show. Uh, but stay tuned to hear about my trip down to the Grant Museum of Zoology, where I went to speak to Jack Ashby to find out more about one of their rarer exhibits. But first, on the 25th of January 2011, protesters flocked to Tahir Square to protest against the reign of Hosni Mubarak. The number of protesters grew to over 100,000 over the next few days, and as a result, Tahir Square, which literally means Liberation Square, became a potent symbol of the Arab Spring and the revolution sweeping across the Gulf. UCL PhD student Noha Abu El Dahab was there and spoke to us about her experiences. Mm -hmm. 